0: Hey, hello, hi, everybody. Jeff Reimbold here for the Jeff Reimbold Show. We are sponsored by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in Ireland and the UK. And my partner is here from España. Michael, welcome to the show. And how are things in Spain, my man?
1: Jeff, how, first off, hola, cómo estás? Um, bien,
0: bien you too.
1: <laughs> we literally done that a second ago. For people wondering off camera, um, look. Good to see you. Good to listen to people. Good to hear people on Friday morning on the podcast, Thursday night live. Uh, what's Thursday in, in Spanish? In Vienna. It? In Vienna. I'm going to find that out, but it's it's Thursday. It's Thursday night. Uh, it's our weekly podcast. It's the Jeff Reinbull show where we go through every game from the week coming up. We give our picks and then we get some of your questions in. Jeff, before we start off, That was one hell of a week for me to go away and disappear.
0: (laughs) Hey, listen, it's a great week for football. we got the awesome matchup, the Chiefs and the Dolphins from Frankfurt. And again, a whole slew. I'm looking for that Seahawks-Ravens game to be a slugfest. I think that's going to be a battle. Pittsburgh and Tennessee, I like that. That's going to be a match. Let's get to the games, Mike. Let's make our picks because I think we got a great weekend of football in front of us.
1: Yeah, we can go into a lot of things when when we're talking about it. Uh, New York going to play Vegas and Seattle playing Baltimore. So we'll see. Let's start off with Thursday Night Football. Steelers welcoming the Tennessee Titans. We talked about Will Levis on Monday on the podcast on on Monday night. Um, Jeff, we do picks, all right? I believe that Will Levis could be very good in this league. I don't think he's going to go into Pittsburgh on Thursday night, even though people on the podcast already know what the final score is. I'm going to say the Steelers win. The Steelers get a much needed win, not just for the team, but for Kenny Pickett and for Coach Tomlin also.
0: Well, Kenny Pickett's beat up right now. And and again, he's going to play. That's what I've heard. He's going to go out and try and play. The key thing is how well is he going to play? And, you know, I think, Levis will come back to the pack a little bit there's now there's tape on him you know obviously the Steelers have a great defense they rush the passer extremely well but Mika Fitzpatrick's out and they do give up a lot of yardage to the pass if they're gonna if they're gonna play all the zone that they want to play I think he can have another good game I'm gonna take the Titans in an upset even though it's tough to beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh I'm taking the Titans in an upset
1: Titans in an upset, do you believe that Will Lavis could potentially throw another three touchdowns, four touchdowns? No, I don't think
0: that's going to be the case. But I do think that, you know, again, the Steelers, you know, Cam Hayward's out. And and again, when when he's out of that lineup, they can give up yards inside, right? This is a defense that's kind of become, a you know, not like the old steel curtain defenses. This is more of a bend but don't break defense. The key for the Titans is to stay ahead on the sticks so that the exotic blitzes and things that the Steelers love to bring on third downs, love to get TJ Watt involved. You know, I think that's going to be key Win the early downs and stay on the field, run the ball effectively inside against that Steeler defense and then force them into playing eight man fronts. And so Levis is going to be in single, you know, he's going to see single high coverage in the back end. And, and again, you know, this is a team that's, DeAndre Hopkins is nasty now. I'm telling you, he's still got an awful lot of ability, and I think that's going to be the thing that separates him.
1: We're already split on our picks one game in. Sunday afternoon sees the biggest international game, in my opinion, ever. The Chiefs against the Dolphins. Oof. I mean, I'm going to take the Chiefs only because I believe they rebound from last week and they find a way, but everyone thinks Miami's going to win because they've got in earlier it's still Patrick Mahomes. It's still Travis Kelsey. We've seen Donna Kelsey's going to be there. We don't know if your favorite singer is going to be there, Jeff, but this is going to be one hell of a game. Who's going to win it? I'm going to tell you something.
0: This is the biggest international game this week. Okay. This week, it's the biggest international game. I, I, I'll give you that one. I'm not sure it's the biggest one ever, but it's the biggest. Oh, I there's think it is, of, Jeff. There's a I lot of hype on this game. Obviously, it is because the Dolphins are bringing their track team to Germany the Kansas City Chiefs are, you know, bringing in arguably the best quarterback in the league, the best tight end in the league and really a very very good defense. I think this is going to be a great matchup and and much like the Dolphins Eagles, I think this game will be decided up front. Can they protect Tua enough so that that track team can work down the field? The other on the other side of the coin, right? Can Kansas City's defensive line, especially Chris Jones, can he cause havoc inside? I think the game will be won up front in both sides. And again, the usual suspects are going to make plays. is going to make some plays. Mahomes is going to make a lot of plays. Kelsey's going to make a lot of plays. Watch Rasheed Rice, rookie out of SMU. He's rapidly becoming the wide receiver one in Kansas City. I like the Chiefs in this one.
1: I love it. So we're sort of two games in. We're sort of equal, but we're not. I'll take it for now. Uh, okay, Jeff, we've got the Vikings going to the Falcons in the third game that we're going to look at. We've got Jaron Hall as the quarterback for the Vikings. Is Jaron Hall good enough to lead him to a win? I, I'm <coughs> going to take the Falcons in this one, Jeff. <laughs> Excuse me. I think the
0: Falcons too. I think, you know, Ritter's been benched. Uh, T- Taylor Heineke's going to throw... And you know, I just don't think that, you know, that young quarterback, the the Vikings, all in all, probably have a better football team. But the quarterback's the key position in this game, and I think that it's going to be a tall ask for that rookie quarterback to win in his first
1: start. <coughs> Excuse me, big thanks. Well, you're all good. Don't worry. It must be that Toronto am my man, and um, it Hamiltoner. My bad. It's been it's been a long week in España, and um, if this cuts off, it's my internet. So lo siento, I'm sure it won't. You want to talk about this game? I want to talk about this game. <laughs> Seattle, Seattle going to Baltimore. Jeff is on paper a tasty matchup, but we've seen what Baltimore done to Detroit two weeks ago. For me, I just think the Baltimore offense will get the job done and they'll stop Geno Smith getting it down the field. I'll take Baltimore winning this by ten points.
0: I agree with you. I think Baltimore win. I don't know if it's going to be 10 points. Seahawks are better than people give me credit for. Um, you know, I just did a little piece highlighting this game. And, you know, you look at, you look at the Seahawks and you say, Geno's Gino's not good enough. But then Gino makes throws. And, you know, they've got Tyler Lockett. They've got Jackson Smith and Jigba. You know, they've got Metcalf. They've got Noah Fant. They've got some weapons. And I think that the Seahawks are maybe a little better than – a lot of people give him credit for um but again you know again the ravens in baltimore this is a coast all the way across the coast you know coast to coast trip for the seahawks the ravens are tough at home and i just watched some t- some tape on lamar jackson and i'm gonna tell you it looked like the best kid you know how when you go to a pop warner game or a high school game or a you know, low-level football football game there's one kid that's always just so much better than everybody else. And he runs around and does whatever he wants. And, you know, I did He, I watched the Lions game, Mike, and they got him hemmed up and there is nobody open and he, and he whoo around in the pocket and he's getting banged around and all. And then the receivers are just running. It's like, it was a jazz session. It was like totally impromptu. Right. And all of a sudden Nelson Aguilar comes free and no, you know, crossing in the back of the end zone. He throws it about half side arm and strike right to him. And you see all the Lions players just go like this, right? Like, what can I do? What do we do? What do we got to do? That's the Lamar Jackson factor. And that's why I think they're going to beat the Seahawks.
1: I look forward to seeing that video this weekend on your social channels, Jeff. i loving the breakdowns recently. Keep yeah, you know around. what? I
0: think that's that fans we do. Can you tell them where they can pick up those little, there are little two-minute videos I do, you know, pro, uh, you know, promoting the games on Sky.
1: Jeff underscore Reinbold on X and potentially on Jeff's Instagram channel J Reinbold, and we'll see what happens there. I I agree with you. We're, we're look, we're in agreement. I love how he's matured in his decision making, and we'll maybe we'll, we'll we'll maybe talk about that in more depth on Monday after this game, but. Certainly for me, I'm very excited to see how this offense progresses. And I'll, t- I'll take Baltimore to win. Uh, we've got the Cardinals going to Cleveland at the time of recording, Jeffrey. We don't know if Deshaun Watson is going to be the quarterback for this team. Surely now the alarm bells start to ring a little bit in Cleveland. Let, let, me,
0: let, me, give you, let me give you a hot tip right now. He ain't playing. All right, he ain't playing. De- definitely not, no? No, nah, he's not. It's, we're we're, we're going to see P.J. Again. All right. Now, think about this. You're Arizona. And Josh Dobbs, I think, has done an admirable job as a quarterback in Arizona, right? But they just traded him to Minnesota. So what well, who's going to be the quarterback in with the Cardinals is even more of a question for me. I'm going to take the Browns because again, the unsettled nature of the quarterback position uh in in the desert.
1: Yeah, on Kyler Murray expected to potentially be back soon but not this week i i agree with you jeff there's just too much question there even though pj walker's in the quarterback for the browns the browns have got great defense i think they'll win the game i think it might be ugly yeah just gonna put it out there but they'll win the game and now i have to say talking about ugly i can't call this i can't potentially no matthew stafford for the rams against green bay in wisconsin Tell me who's gonna win this, Jeff. You know, like obviously we're presented by idiot88 Sport, eighteen plus be gambler and bet responsibly. You're gonna to have to bet responsibly, Jeff, if you're betting on this game. This is
0: one I wouldn't touch if I was betting. To be honest with you, because I think there's just too much, too much unknown. Right? There's just too much unknown in this one. Anytime you play at home, we learned this in Kansas City with Coach Rommel. Anytime you play at home in the National Football League, it's a three-point advantage right off the right off the get so the factor that it's in Wisconsin it's going to be cold the Rams are coming from the west coast I just think if if Stafford does not play and this is I would never touch this game unless I knew about Stafford's health right if he's healthy I think they can go in there and they can get the win if he's not healthy I'm not sure what's going to happen at the quarter I I mean I, I know it sounds a little redundant but fans you just got to understand quarterback in pro football is far and away the most important position on the field. And when you don't have your star, it is tough to win football games.
1: We are recording this for people on a podcast on a Thursday night. We're live at the moment on a Thursday night. Matthew Stafford did not practice on Wednesday. He was not practicing today, nor was he at the media scrum today on Thursday. It's going to be an interesting 48 hours. I still think. If he doesn't play, I'm still going to take the Rams. That's how poor Green Bay were last week for me, Jeff. Genuinely. I still think they've got weapons on the offense there. If, as long as you've got a serviceable quarterback, they'll have a chance. to a. They've got a good run game as well. I'll take the ramps. You pick. I to took the Took the Packers, my bad. It's been a long week, Jeff. Tampa Bay as Houston. Like, on paper, two years ago, this would have been a great game, Jeff. I'm joking. That being said, though, Tampa Bay is such an interesting start to the season. Houston losing in really not unfair, but just a disappointing way last week in the way that they lost against Carolina. I like the way that Houston has started off the season. I like CJ Stroud. I'm going to take Houston winning a close one. Tampa Bay need to start winning games again, man. Have, has to happen.
0: Yeah. You know, Tampa Bay should be better than they are. I think that's, they've still got a lot of players on defense. Uh, you know, again, Baker's kind of hot and cold, but they've got weapons. I'm going to take, I'm going to go against you, Mike. And I'm going to take just for the sake of argument, I'm going to take Tampa Bay, because again, when you've got Evans and you got, you know, Baker and you've got, you know, they're, they're not without players. They're not without weapons. And I think that, um, I think that, you know, defensively in particular, they, they have a chance to really make that young quarterback's life hard, um. You know, they're, they're they're a tough football team. I have been incredibly impressed with D'Amico Ryans and what he's doing in Houston. But right now, I don't know if they're ready to take on what could be or should be a playoff-level team in Tampa Bay.
1: Talking about getting to the quarterback and putting pressure on, one guy that might be very, very happy this week, Jeff, is a guy called Mac Jones, quarterback of the New England Patriots. When he woke up this week and seen sweat, and young were gone from washington he must be counting his chickens i tell you about um, first off before we get our game pick what's your thoughts on washington giving away two players and effectively admitting to themselves that they have to start over do you applaud the move or no i think
0: that you know people have to understand right um when a guy gets into his option year or, or the expiring but his contract he's on an expire what they call an expiring contract where at the end of the year he'll be a free agent when he gets to that point, you're forced with a couple things. You can you can uh, you know you can put him on a franchise tag, which is really expensive, or you can try and sign him, or you can get rid of him before you go down that road and try and get something back. Now, what they got back for really two very good edge rushers were what it, what will probably be a very high second round pick from the Bears for Sweat and a third-rounder for Chase Young in San Francisco. That'll probably be a low third, right? The one that surprises me the most, the one that makes no sense to me, is, you know, the Bears are going to use a high second-round pick, right? Because of their their record, that pick's going to be a high second-round pick for a guy that they don't even know if they can sign him again. And Sweat has come out and said this week that he's – He's not in a hurry. He wants to see what everything around him is like, which is smart for the player. He knows he has the Bears. He holds the Bears hostage. This guy's got six sacks right now. He's a a legit pass rusher. He's playing for money over the second half. He's not playing for the Chicago Bears, right? Get that out of your head. He's playing for George Washington, right? And, And again that's important to understand and when you when you look at it that way he really is in control he holds as long as he doesn't get hurt he holds all the cards right all the cards because if he if he let's say he gets another six sacks over the second half of the season finishes with 12 he's going to be highly sought after by all kinds of people in the league right and i think that that the commanders knew that right? In Sweat's case. I think there are two separate cases here. In Sweat's case, that was the issue. And they didn't feel like, hey, can we afford to let him go and not get anything back for him? So again, I think that's a, that's a trade that makes sense to me. Doesn't make sense to me from a bear standpoint, but unless they are sure they can sign him, but it does make sense to me from a commander standpoint. If I'm, if I'm the bears, I'm, a little bit concerned about him saying, well, I want to see what everything around me is like because he ain't, he, he ain't convinced. Right. Um So basically you're going to have to recruit that guy the rest of the season and make it, you know, make, make him say, Hey, Chicago's getting better. It's a place I want to live. It's good teammates. I like the coach or whatever, whatever. Chase Young is a dynamic guy and he and Bosa were college Bookends at Ohio State, and I think it's a great, great get for the 49ers. For a third rounder, a really great get for the 49ers. The word that I heard out of Washington was that Chase Young had become, had gone rogue a little bit, right? Where he was more concerned about making impact plays, what, the, what they call splash plays, highlight real plays, than he was about playing the structure, the, the defensive structure. And he was off on his own a little bit too much. And so they got tired of it, you know. There's, there's been, there's been kind of rumblings of that all through the course of the year, right? And, but now he goes to a system in San Francisco that gives the edge rusher much more freedom than he had, you know, with with the uh, Commanders. So good for Chase. He's going to be go to a Super Bowl contending team. He's playing for money too, but he's also playing for an opportunity to get to the Super Bowl. When you look at Montez Sweat, he's playing purely for money now, right? Purely for money and love of the game and all that other stuff. But the biggest thing for him is, you know, it's it's to finish this season strong and then, you know, get the keys to the Brinks truck and back it up to his door because that's that's
1: he's gonna make a lot of money. George Washington's as. As you say, my man, I have to say I felt bad this week when I seen the news. And I was like, man, if I was at home, we could just jump on a pod." So I feel bad, Jeff. I'm sorry. But yeah, obviously, big news. And we'll talk about the other big news in a couple of games' time in regards to your favourite NFL team outside of the Detroit Lions. Washington against New England. Um, watched a bit of the, of the game tape back from Miami against New England last week, Jeff. And just, it looks like every week Bill O'Brien is making... Eight to ten different short plays for Mac Jones to remember and use. And some of them work and some of them are crap. And they got found out last week against Miami. Now, everyone, well, not everyone, but definitely the pressure's off a little bit in the sense of Washington are going to surely not be as good as what they expect. As far as I'm concerned, Washington have nothing to lose here going into New England on Sunday. And the two and six New England Patriots, it's a huge game for them. I think the Patriots will win. I think they'll have a good performance, but certainly wouldn't be surprised if it flipped around and Washington came in and shut them up.
0: I, I think I think New England will win at home. I think, you know, obviously you, you got to understand the ripple effect of you've got two star pass rushers in, in your defense. And all of a sudden you wake up one morning and they're both gone, right? Well, let me tell you something that sends that sends shockwaves through the locker room, right? And how Ron Rivera is able to cope with that and, you know, able to, he's going to have to, obviously he's talked to his team about it and why it was done and all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, again, you always worry about the messaging that that sends into your locker room. Right. Are we giving up on the season or, you know, what does that mean you? You're not going to invest in players. What some guys will be happy because it's going to give them an opportunity to play. But if you're a, if you're a Terry McLaurin or one of those other guys, I don't know how you look at this one. Right. I'm not sure how you look at this one. And so I think that that's going to be a factor. I, new England always plays better at home. You're, you're going to go against one of the best defensive coaches in football. Right. And you know, I think that Patriots will win an ugly game against the Commanders at home this weekend.
1: How, how ugly are we talking like six
0: three? No, no, I just when I say ugly, I just don't think it's going to be a very well played game. I think yeah. what you what you're going to see is, you know, there have been ups and downs, you know, with Eric Bianami's offense in Washington. So it looked outstanding sometimes and looked absolutely awful sometimes. Well, the chances of them looking outstanding, you know, in New England, I think are, you know, not very good. So I just think it's going to be a game that's going to be probably not a pretty one to watch. You know, you're not talking, you're talking about a New England team that struggles offensively. Mac Jones is struggling. They got no receivers. They got no vertical threat. They, you know, like you mentioned, uh, Ramondre Stevenson could be the key, but again, that, that, front that washington had until this week had four first round draft choices in it right now you've lost two of them you two edge guys but your middle guys are still two of the best in the business and i think you know uh it's going to make it's going to make it tough New England's going to have to run the ball off tackle c gap or wider in order i think to have success
1: against, uh, against washington let's roll for a couple of games chicago at new orleans i'll take the saints
0: yeah, I think so too. I think Chicago is just a mess right now. And and again, uh, you know, I, I'd be curious to see if Sweat gets into play as if he plays in this game, right? You know, again, as an edge rusher, a lot of the stuff when you get into third downs, as long as you know you're, you know, you blitz the blitz package, you can go in there and do what you do best, which is hunt the quarterback.
1: Time will tell. Uh, Colts at Carolina, big win for Carolina last week in the manner in which they got it. <sighs> I'm gonna take Indy to win this game, Jeff. I, I'm gonna take
0: I'm gonna take the Colts and I think it's a Jonathan Taylor game. I think this is a game that he's gonna, you know, he's started if you watch uh Michael in the last couple weeks, he's really started to get his feet up underneath it, right? He looks like Jonathan Taylor. You know, again, he didn't have any training camp. He's 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 had a you know very, very few snaps. He has very, very little rhythm right now or when he first came back, he had very, very little rhythm. You're starting to see it now. You're starting to see him see the holes, anticipate the cuts, starting to look like he's in shape. I think, I think he'll have a
1: big day. What did you think whenever the readers sacked McDonald's on the GM this week? Well, Obviously it, was, it wasn't as a big a surprise, shocker. but the timing, Jeff.
0: It was a shocker because I, you know, I come to work at four 30 in the morning and I've got serious FM radio on my car. So you get NFL radio and the, they break the story. And it apparently happened just at one o'clock in the morning, which was at that time was about an hour before, you know, cause I'm on East coast time and, and not on uh mountain time, but I, I was like, man. And then it wasn't just one knife falling, right? There were, it was the night of the long knives in Las Vegas because they got the GM, they got the offensive coordinator. And, you know, I think what it probably says an awful lot about is Mark Davis got tired of seeing guys that he's paid good money to not performing, not producing. I wouldn't say performing, not producing. Jacobs led the league in rushing last year, and he's been an average back this year, right? Now, granted, they've got some offensive line issues. I get it. You know, Devontae Adams has been one of the best players at his position in football. He's been a, you know, you don't find him. Most of the game they couldn't, they couldn't, even when he was open, they couldn't get the ball to him. Garoppolo has been a huge disappointment, a guy that they wanted in the building that they paid money to get it, bring him in the building. And then you go further and, you know, you look and, you know, some guys in that offense have just gone into the witness protection program. I mean, you you can't find them. And, and, and I, I, you know, I mean, it's just, it's incredible. So, I think he I think they got tired I think and the other thing I heard from uh, you know from my people there is that there was a you know this young Aiden O'Connell that's going to start this weekend they there are people in that building that like him very much and feel like he gives them the best chance and that was a you know that was a bone of contention and I think it just got contentious enough that it costs three guys their
1: job. And cost them three guys the job, GM, head coach, OC, as you said, for Jimmy Garoppolo also, so certainly, uh, if that is the case. I really liked the head coach's, uh, Pierce's speech this week. He fired me up, and I'm sitting thousands of miles away. I just feel like they're destined to win this game, Jeff, against the Giants. I just feel like they're going to go out, and they're going to win.
0: I don't think there's any question. I think that, that his message uh, that we all were allowed to see through the internet was outstanding. I think it'll re- I think it'll reverberate in that locker room. I think it's going to be like a breath of fresh air for Devontae Adams, a breath of fresh air for you know Max Crosby, you know, a breath of fresh air for that whole football team. And I fully expect the Raiders will come out and you know remember this is this is not the Super Bowl champion. New York Giants we're talking about, right? You're not going to see Michael Strahan, O.C. Minora. You're not going to see, you know, Eli Manning. You're not going to see, you know, any of those guys. This is the Giants that we have watched lose to the Jets and can't score a touchdown. So, um, you know, I just really think that this is an opportunity for the Raiders to, you know, at least for a moment, feel like they're going in the right direction.
1: The last three games that we're going to look at, two are complete beezers. One's not bad either. Man, like coming back from Germany, why is Dallas at Philly on this week? In Philly, I'm look. I'm gonna take the Eagles, but I've seen all. I've seen Jalen Hurts walk out of a press conference on Wednesday when asked about his injury status. What a marker it would be for the Cowboys to go into Philly and win if it happened.
0: If Jalen Jalen doesn't play, they just might, right? I mean, they just might. And you know, the Cowboys. Which Cowboy team are you gonna get? you going to get that cowboy team with, you know, with Parsons and that defense is just like, I mean, they're like a school of piranhas when, when they're playing well, right? Or are you going to get the cowboy defense that went down and got shoved around in the desert in Arizona? Are you going to get the Dak Prescott that threw three touchdown passes last week or the one that throws interceptions two for one? I mean, it's just, you don't know what you're going to get with the Cowboys. If Hurts doesn't play. This is the Cowboys' best chance to beat them this year, right? Because the Eagles are a better overall football team. I think they're tougher. I think they're uh, <clears throat> they've got more. AJ Brown. When you saw the play he made last week, that catch in the end zone is like I don't. I, 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 everybody talks about the Odell Beckham catch as a great catch, and it was no question about. It. But what he did. With a receiver, or with a, excuse me, with a defensive back draped on him in the end zone to pull that ball that was thrown so with so much velocity, and and hook it with one hand to make that play, that is a incredible football play, and that's what that guy's capable of, you know. And Swift has been very dynamic for them, right? Who's their quarterback going to be? I don't know, but I hope they protect whoever it is, and if they're able to do that against that Cowboy front, then I think the Eagles will win the football game.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting to see who plays a quarterback. I mean, in terms of me using my, you know, skills chef to multitask at the same time while I'm talking right now, and um, it looks he'll be okay. He'll be okay. He'll be fine from just from what I see. He's nine nine to one. Sorry, nine of one in his last ten starts against the NFC East. I think he'll play. Just going by social media, I, I just don't think. He'll play. He, he, he will play. Definitely. And you can quote me on that, folks, whenever he's not active on Sunday night. Jeff, um, Buffalo at Cincinnati on Sunday night football. Ooh, there's a is, good one. There is a good one. I, like, Did you see Joe Burrow last week? Oh, man. Like, where do you start? Clean. Clean is the nice word to put it. But the storylines here, right? If you look at how Buffalo have played from London, even before London to now, For them to now go into Cincinnati, Cincinnati regaining form, they have to win this game, Jeff. They have to. Would you stop with that? that? I'm building it up. I'm trying to make myself still. This is a huge game, man. It is a big football game, right? But one of the greatest
0: greatest quotes I ever heard of all time, right, was, oh, it's a big game, is it? And, and and the guy said, do you know the 458 million billion Chinese really couldn't give a shit? <laughs> so so <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, here's the thing, Mike. It's, we're in week nine, right? It's week nine. There's a lot of football to play. One game is nobody's getting eliminated from the playoffs right now. And nobody's clinch, clinching a playoff spot. You're just trying to win a football game. Get to one and zero this week. Yes, it's a great matchup. It's a great test. I saw the Joe Burrow that everybody was waiting to see. It, he looked healthy. He moved around. He, you know, he extended plays. He was dynamic throwing the football. You know, obviously him and Chase have an incredible chemistry. T. Higgins was outstanding, and that's a. They have a better than advertised defense in Cincinnati. I think that. I think. I really think the Cincinnati Bengals
1: will beat Buffalo. I agree. I think they're all around the top tilt team. I, th- I like, If I'm going to start it now, I think the top two teams in the AFC are the Bengals and the Dolphins. I really, really think they are. And I would be very interested to see how Burrow takes it to the next level if we against Buffalo. But more so, like we've just said here now, like you, you expect Cincinnati to win. I expect Cincinnati to win. There's a few hundred thousand people in Buffalo, not too far from you, that might say something else in regards to that. So I'm really excited to see how this team, how both how, how both of these teams play on some of that football. And it's going to be heartbreaking to come in from an airport and tell myself I need to sleep when this game's on. This is going to be a bezer of a game. Man. Okay. I hope it's I I hope. I hope it's a classic. I really do. I'd, yeah, I'd love I to think, see it. Again.
0: I think it has the makings of being a classic, but we're talking about the length of the season. Right. And, and what happened at the trade deadline, the bills got better at the trade deadline. You know, they they signed Rasul Douglas, a good, good corner out of Green Bay. That that was an area they absolutely desperately needed help. And then they also went out and signed Linville Joseph, who's a big run stopper inside, because we've seen evidence. There's footage of the Bills not being able to stop the run inside, right? So Linville Joseph gives them that big two-gapper in there, that space eater. So I think those are both really, really positive signings for the Bills this week.
1: Finally, Jeff, Lunes, Monday night. I can say Lunes because I'm in Spain right now. The Chargers at the Jets in MetLife. The Jets get away with one last week and then away game at MetLife. Coming back to MetLife this week. Going up against the Chargers team that I, I I I wrote an article on this this week, Jeff, in terms of how Herberts really like and just just the offense found a way to sort of gel together against the against the Bears. The problem for the Chargers is that was the Bears, and they're coming into New York. New York have had a couple more days off, so have the Chargers they're going to go into New York, and this defense are going to be ready for Justin Herbert. They are going to be ready. This game could be a game where the Jets' defense takes over. The, the, the big question for me is: Can Zach Wilson start to exploit certain ways of his game? Like there was passes last week, he was throwing short, firm passes that were working. But then there was also times last week, and there have been times over the last four to five weeks where he just has not looked fully there yet. And that's, that that's going to happen at his age and with his progression. I love this game. I'll take the Jets to beat them. I'll take the Jets Monday night.
0: I think it'll be a a game that'll be won in coaching. I really, really do. I really believe that the coaching will make the difference in this game. And here's why I say that. If you are the Jets, right, and you're you're Nathaniel Hackett, you've got Brees Hall, one of the best backs in the league, a dynamic playmaker. You have got to find ways to get him 20 to 25 touches in this game, right? The defense will be fine, I think, against the Chargers, All right? We've seen this Jets defense dominate really some good quarterbacks early in this, this year, right? As a matter of fact, their coach came out and said, you know, that they had gone on a murderer's row of quarterbacks and that they dominated them all. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I, you know, that's a little bit of, Hyperbole, but their defense, you know, Jeff Ulbrich's done a great job there. They're salty. They're a nasty bunch. It's a San Diego, or excuse me, it's an L.A. team that's coming all the way across the country into the cold of New York City, right? That's not an easy trip. That's not an easy place to play. If Zach Wilson just protects the football and takes what, you know, what he has, you know, is – doesn't turn the ball over, the Jets should win this game. If the Jets win this game, right? Now I'm not trying to sound like you and say that, you know, book your, you know, book your reservations, Jets fans in, in Las Vegas. But if the Jets win this game, the Jets in my mind suddenly become relevant again. Because everything I'm seeing, everything I'm hearing is that Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing in January. And they've got to get to January as close to 500 as they can get. And yeah. then let him steer the ship home.
1: Eight or nine wins, he's back. 100%. 100%. And I think it's beautiful. We're, we, we've we been very much on the same page with these picks this week, Jeff. Can you believe it? I, Mike, I, I, I always believe what you say. <laughs> okay. that's. Do you want to give us the outro and then, and then we'll go to questions, Jeffrey? Thank you for joining us on this
0: week's edition of the Jeff Reinbold Show. For Michael McQuaid and everybody involved in the broadcast and all of our friends at 888-SPORT, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both the UK and Ireland, we are out a low pop.